Welcome to the Double Deuce Podcast, an amazing show that lasts only 22 minutes and is for you, the listener. So soak it up. So here are your two big beer hosts, Will Averill and Nelson. Hey, Will, hit the timer. And we're in. Double Deuce. We're back, and this time it's personal. No less or no more personal than you. But it is still personal. On some level, it's always personal and remains personal this time, too, I suppose. That's right. This is as personal as you can be without actually being in person. So picture this as your fireside chat with Nelson, myself, and our esteemed colleague, Cam DeVictor. Welcome, Cam. Hola. Yeah, uh, maybe we should, like, all slip into our NPR voices now and really... It's personal. If you insist! (laughs) Whoa, whoa, Nelson. That's my NPR voice. No, 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 no. We got to work on your NPR. All things considered. (laughs) Seriously, we're going to... Think about all things, guys. (laughs) Have you guys ever considered all things? Consider the things! (laughs) All of them! (laughs) Wait, don't tell me! <laughs> yeah, you could really bring some macho man stylings to and should, should I like send my should I send my demo to Laura Lorson? <laughs> I, <get laughs> I think you should. I think you should. Actually, can we just can we hear a, a brief um clip from that that demo? Actually, I'm I'm really curious. I, I feel like I I don't know. I, I need I need some news to deliver though. What's the news from Walter Reed tonight? <laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, the president, maybe a little update on the president. Brief update on the president. I mean, this is also this is a week later. <laughs> yeah, that's that's fine. Everyone will still want to know what the truth. <laughs> I forgot. Oh yeah, we're not getting political. I sorry, guys. Is it too soon to talk about post-COVID though? We were talking about that earlier. Post-COVID, yeah. is there going to be a post, or is it just like going to slowly slide out of it? I, I think it's one of those things that will sort of awkwardly fade out of the public eye and we'll still sort of know that it was there, but everybody will sort of forget, uh, collectively agree to forget about it and pretend don't to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Don't talk about Fight Club. I do hope there are a few things um, from, from this humble Kansans perspective that I would love to see kept after COVID goes away, like curbside delivery, I think is amazing. And also contactless delivery, I think is uh, the way forward and not having to sign uh, any form of fucking credit card receipts. I think we should keep that too. Cause I'm tired of picking up people's manky pens. I was before the pandemic and I'm even more irritated about it now. I almost consider it a personal affront. You want me to take your pen, sir? No, sir. Why I have brought my own, sir. I will use my own pen. I do not trust yours, sir, nor do I trust your establishment. Do you really bring your own pen? No, I should. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good idea speech yeah no i could i could that'd probably be smarter um anyway. disinfect your phone once a week though they say i i i i get a little funny about that i i, I am a big phone disinfector just because i'm also like i'm one of those guys who kind of puts his phone up here against his chin kind of thing like to talk I, no more like talking thinking yeah like like kind of like that do the like the 
the the thinker with the with the phone there for, uh, for the yeah he's it's kind of like a, a thinker or like he's using the phone to pick his teeth maybe is the, yeah. is the that's that's dictation dictation yeah, yeah. No, it's more of just a it's you a, could be intently dictating like you're like you're a tv doctor who's not going to lose this patient and he's got to get these notes on tape i'm a i'm a face leaner you know i like to lean my face on things uh it's all kinds of stuff ledges walls windowsills anything yeah i will i will i will leave my face on it if you have it and you want you want a face to lean on it call me i mean after this whole covid <laughs> obviously true, yeah <laughs> i will leave my face on whatever you want that's almost mm -hmm. a fetish that's sounding like a fetish it's not a fetish it's just sort of a habit it's an affectation like how like how 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 far would you go in like this face leaning job? Like for like, would you like, would you go to a celebrity's house like right now during, during the thing for like the money for like some big face leaning money? Would you go like lean on, on, on some, like some stuff in North Korea if the price was right? I mean, I would feel better actually safer leaning my face on things in North Korea than I would in, in like in downtown Kansas city. Yeah. I mean, just from a germ perspective, I mean, North True. they have tight borders. No yeah. one's getting in, no one's getting out. I mean, the one thing you can it's say, I don't, I don't know if you entirely uh, trust numbers coming out, but at the same time, I feel like it'd be more noticeable if it was raging out of control. <laughs> I mean, what's, what's the point of worrying about numbers when it comes right down to it? Because so maybe, so possibly. Yeah. I don't. I don't believe in you know. Yeah, I would. I would. I would leave my face on a North Korean um, uh, subway. I Have would, you thought about getting an OnlyFans? Like for your face leaning, like get some face leaning pics going. Also, I, like drum up some business really for live that. face leaning events. You know what? I think let's let's see if there's a market out there. Um, <laughs> let's take this to you, the viewers. Would you pay me? I mean, I feel like that's like what an OnlyFans is. Like, I feel like you just start creating some face leaning content. Like, get it up mm -hmm. there and then start, like, then you start tweeting it out. Like, here's, maybe like, a, a, you get for maybe, free, but if you subscribe to the OnlyFans, you get all kinds of face leaning. Yeah. Like, maybe there's a sub at uh, a Reddit subsection. That's a sub. Dwight the Eisenhower looked like if he was leaning his face on his desk like this. You know what, guys? I, I, I've got to go now because I think I'm on the verge of starting a new empire, mm -hmm. uh, an empire where my face leaning rockets me to influential. Well, you're going to end up, is, is everyone going to end up more OCD uh, about germs? Or is this, you know, you're face leaning, you're putting your phone on your face. Are people going to be like, that's gross now, guys? I mean, I think, I think it's going to be like any internet thing. I figure they'll be the share of the haters, but you know. True. Uh, what, I, what I would say to the haters is, um, uh, you know, time to lean. Time, time to, to clean. Clean. Time to be I mean, will the Will the taboo of it make it more titillating and therefore more profitable? Listen, the, the, ta the taboo of it making it more titillating is how I made my bones in a lot of things, son. Mm -hmm. uh you know but breaking taboos is my middle name uh i mean no it's technically it's sasser mm -hmm. but but uh, you know my my that's german for breaking taboos that's german that is german <laughs> for breaking taboos uh in, in a green field mm -hmm. um it's, it's a little word means a lot germans mm -hmm. huh 
But anyway, I'm, that's, how I've, that's how I've gotten this far in the world. I mean, look at me now. I'm in a, a giant orange room that nobody can see because you're, you're, you're not watching the Zoom. You're listening. Uh, I'm, I'm doing, in my parents' basement. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag double deuce winning. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so uh, I can't lean my face against anything down here. No, I wouldn't lean. I would be very careful uh, leaning my face on anything in the Victor household. You never yes. know what you're going to be leaning against. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's, the, that's the perfect kind of like. I feel like you're writing. This is good ad copy for Will's Will's business, though. It's like a lot of people. They don't really. They don't have the disposition to, to lean their faces on stuff, and so they're probably they're probably pretty curious on what it looks like, or like you know, first in pictures, in videos on the internet, and then in person. It could be titillating because post COVID, anything that's intimate will kind of be like, whoa, you're really pushing the barriers there. And that reminds me. Thank you, Cam. That brings up a really important point that I don't think anyone is talking about. Those professional huggers who were just kind of coming into their own, like right before the pandemic. Oh, oh man, out of work. Yeah, boy, it's been a. It's got to be a hard time for a new business. I think they were doing well. I think people were actually buying hugs from these people, and <laughs> like hours of pulling are just gone. Just, oh yeah, those professional cuddlers who charge per hour. Yeah, like those people, they're out of work unless yeah. they want to do under the table cuddling, and you know that. To my that's mind, not safe. You need to be on payroll. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. I mean, I suppose if you're rich enough, you can hire a cuddler. Um, yeah. But you know, for those of us who have to just rent one by the hour. I, I met, yeah, you got, you miss human touch during this. Yeah. This should be the all time high market for cuddlers. I was going to say, Cuddlers Union 405 is throwing a fit right about now. Yeah. They're like, we, how often do we have to test a negative to be out there working? <laughs> the Cuddlers Union meetings are tight. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Are the colors union meetings? Maybe they're, I wonder if they do unionize. Maybe they don't need to. Maybe they just like loan cuddlers. <laughs> I don't know. Then there's scabs. Then there's the scab cuddlers. I feel like, I mean, I'm pro, I'm pro cuddlers union. I'm just going to come right out and say it. Like, <laughs> yeah, take a side. I don't side. want there to be any, any Take a side, Nelson. <laughs> there you go. There you go. This is, this is the comedy mayor of Lawrence currently. I'm coming out strongly in, for the Cuddlers Union. <laughs> is that on the ballot? I, I think they should be getting. They should be getting some. You know, some, some money from the government here to help get, <laughs> get them to this rough time. I don't hear enough people talking about them and their plight. <laughs> so we're talking about a lot of parties in this whole thing and it's affecting a lot of people but nobody mentions the cuddlers it's like mm -hmm. they're like they they've, they've just kind of gone underground i don't know i think I wonder if so... they could, could you get like a in in like a strip mall storefront could you set up like like one of those kind of like boy in a plastic bubble kind of like zones oh, yeah. 
like arms that come out so that people and like you just put some like pillows on the ground inside and out and so they're like they can still cuddle you through the through the plastic bubble while you're on the pillows is that possible what's the overhead on that on a store body condom i don't condom i don't know i think ever if ever there was a call for sponsorship, <laughs> I think a good grant proposal for a KCAIC Kansas Creative Art Commission grant, I think it would be to create the cuddle bubble. This <laughs> is like the public cuddle bubble. And I think you said the word in a mall, which could save the mall. A uh, strip mall. I'm thinking. Oh, okay. I, well, I mean, like, you know, if you can find a mall that isn't potentially going to go under at any minute i feel like that's why strip malls a little more i feel like a little more stayed somebody was talking about white lakes the other day and it's like there's probably not a better place because there never was anybody in malls before the pandemic there's bound to be nobody in them now it's probably a relatively safe environment uh for your cuddle bubble it's true although do do add into that there's probably also some lax standards for like cleaning and oversight at them because they've just been coasting through just barely anyone coming in for years so no no one there is is like jazzed to do a really really tough job like you know what i mean think the about when cleaning jobs before it was they were potentially getting you killed yeah that's true that's true also, I think it's really fun to just try to say cuddle bubble like five mm -hmm. times fast. So I want everybody at home to, to try that now. Cuddle bubble, cuddle bubble. <laughs> it's, it's not easy. It's not easy, especially no. if you get a few. You and, almost say cuddle bubble. <laughs> cuddle bubble? It's just not radio worthy. <laughs> um, so... Uh, all right, so uh, like like Cam, when when if and if and when this this thing ever ever comes to a stasis where there's like uh, performance again, are you are you are you more you so you moved into events and catering? Are you still doing acting and theater stuff on the side uh, or as well? Yeah, I've <clears throat> been lucky to you know move up in managers and agents over the years there, and. Um, it's 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 not a full-time pursuit the the numbers are stuck not to bring it down here but the numbers are staggering uh 250,000 people in SAG in Los Angeles one percent are working actors that's 2,500 people you and I could name right now working actors meaning they only do that for a living yeah so there's plenty of people who bartend work events brand brand ambassadors models this and that and they don't solely make their living acting that's rare yeah that's that doesn't surprise me i mean certainly thank you you know looking at the 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 numbers and and just from everybody's personal experience and the people who i've known who have gone out there yeah that makes sense well what what projects are you looking forward to to participating in if you could have like kind of a dream project when we get to a place where you can perform again uh, you got anything in mind? Oh my! Um, just being back out there, you know, at a callback, at some auditions and a couple shoots. Um, I'm not a writer per se. Um, I I actually started a staffing agency for caterers, for bartenders and servers. And in addition, so I have an LLC. I'm I'm producing uh, events with different event producers. So. 
you know, I never followed the track into writing. I did take a lot of improv classes. That was going to be a long track as well, but, um, and not a lot of stage work, but it would be nice to get uh, a indie feature, maybe choreograph fights for something. Oh, I see. Um, something with some uh, a fun part with some meat and of course you know it'd be nice to book you know book a commercial or two so um you know i it's it's it is a tough dichotomy between like if, that, if that's the right word between like earning money for it or it's something creatively fulfilling yes yeah. yes yeah. <laughs> that's a personal problem. That doesn't matter where you are in the country, trying to make a living doing what you love to do. Yeah. It's real tricksy. Because I, I do have a passion for choreography, uh, fight choreography. Yeah. Uh, I, and I love doing stunts and for fight choreography. And I've choreographed fights for Hamlet, Othello, um, at university level out there. And I studied fight choreography with Society of American Fight Directors. And there's the art, the art to it and the study of the of the uh, the dialogue and how that's married to you know make that action happen is is fascinating to me and it's difficult and it's tough to do well and um, I I would love to 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 answer your question truthfully I would like to choreograph fights for a stage production uh, next year that would be nice all right all right Nelson you got anything on the back burner that you're itching to do I mean. Not off the top of my head. I did find I was going through some uh, drawer and I found like a few, like uh, occasionally we'll like jot down a note for for like compiling sh enough shit for a stand up set. And I found like three or four that I must have written down at some point a couple years ago. I was like, oh, these are pretty good. If I <laughs> I shouldn't just put these where I know there's a couple more for if there's ever a point of doing that again. Nice. Well, you you did say take notes. <laughs> you're, the, you're the note taker right exactly the, the official note taker well i i want to come back um I, you know i've been kind of bouncing around that idea for um, yes willie what would you like to do creatively let's ask it to you too yeah uh, <laughs> what would you like to see what, what do you want to be in five years uh, <laughs> so yeah. what creative what creatively would be great for you next year uh, i want to i want to expand my cuddle uh, bubble empire <laughs> you know here, here's what i'm thinking like one side like we get like two storefronts and like one is the cuddle bubble and then the other one is just like a face-leaning burlesque show and we can i mean we can do this if we just plexiglass wall between the audience and then the performer and like a lot just a lot of plexiglass dividers we can set it up and then it's just like on the stage we just set up a whole bunch of items and like we just get a spotlight another person like in a little plexiglass box in the back just have them just move the spotlight along as you walk across the stage just leaning your face on stuff and each time like maybe there's a little bit of music maybe a little like drum kind of maybe there's there's a little horn action i don't know like make it you know you sell it you make it sexy yeah maybe <laughs> Who could be like, oh, ladies and gentlemen, it's an exciting night for Will Averill and his face. What will it lead against today? Oh, look, it's a door. <laughs> yeah. Oh, who would lead against such a door? People. Maybe you got that person. Uh, you see, that's, you got that person, and there's everything that you're going to lean your face on is is draped in like a black tablecloth, and so he's just revealing well, them as you go along a little bit. <laughs> yeah. 
And the whole reason this is, is because of COVID. You can't have contact. Exactly. This is the next like, Victor show. This is a sketch for the next Victor show. But could this be a lamp? Is this a lamp? Is this a bookshelf? Like a, like a, a narrow bookshelf? What could it be? Yeah, I mean, like two thirds. It's a cello. Oh, 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 this is gonna be this is gonna be risky and daring. Okay, so I did promise the the folks that I would tell the story of how I screwed up Alyssa's. Ruined, I, I think, was your phrase before. I ruined it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna tell that story real quick because we got about two minutes left. And uh, first of all, like Alyssa. Uh, also lives out in LA. I think I talked about that. She, her, she, and uh, her husband. Um, well, he works in the industry. She, uh, ra- she's working on all their kiddos, and um, also as a podcast uh, called Liz and Alyssa. Uh, Liz, uh, yeah, Liz and Alyssa make stuff. Um, and they uh, basically, she was on a little while ago. And we had, I was chatting with her and she's like, my husband is during the quarantine, he was doing a puppet show and he wanted somebody to read Mark Zuckerberg's lines. And, um, and so uh, she's like, why don't you get in touch with him? And he'd really appreciate it if you'd read them. So I'm like, okay. So I got the script from him and I read those. And he's like, if you want to do any of these other parts, that's fine too. Did you do them in like an NPR voice? The Mark Zuckerberg. Mark Zuckerberg is is pretty. Uh, he's not difficult to do because he's sort of a proto. Uh oh. <laughs> did you? Uh oh. I think you just froze in the middle of the. Uh... Will Will you froze it up? It's a pretty good. Uh, it's a pretty good oh, nerd <laughs> in that everything. <laughs> yeah, you, I, just, you just froze fr- a bit. <laughs> See, I feel like that was Zuckerberg. I feel like that I brought it on myself. Talking about Zuckerberg <laughs> froze the internet, so none of this would get out. Anyway, Is Ollie downloading a bunch of stuff? He might be. He might be. Uh, am I back? Or am I still sort of on and you're off? Back. Yeah, now you're, you're back. back. Now you're back. So anyway, to make a long story short, I read another part that wasn't Zuckerberg's, and I did that, and then um, that everything was everything was fine. Hockey Dory, I sent him both files. Uh, he came back. He's like, Zuckerberg one's fine. But uh, I need you to I'd resend the other one. And this was at a night when we were having some social distance drinks. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I got on my computer and I resent it. And then he comes back about 12 minutes later. He's like, no, that's the same file. And I realized I'd accidentally recorded the Zuckerberg file again over the other file. And so he's like, I really need this re-recorded and I need it to, or I really need this and I need you to send it to me. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll just re-record it. And at that point I'd had about eight, 10 beers and have about a half a fifth of whiskey. And so I am just fucking drunk. And I'm like, I'll just go re-record it. And so I re-recorded these lines. Like I barely remember re-recording it. I sent it to him and he has like not talked to me since. Um, never said thanks, never said anything afterwards, just sent it off and, and got, and got nothing back. And so I think I, I, I think I may have like, he may not do puppetry anymore because he's like, that guy fucking sucked that up. Says sucked that so bad, so bad. I mean, he wasn't paying me. It was, it was a friendly thing, but boy, yeah. I should have waited until the next day to send that. Did you check your sent messages and did you, did you listen to it? Uh, I haven't l- listened to it yet. I'm afraid to. Oh but... man, I think you need yeah. to play it. I'm Mark Zuckerberg. Maybe that's that's fodder for the next one. But I just feel bad because I'm sure. sure 
like I've only met Michael like twice, so I'm sure Alyssa was like my really talented friend in Kansas. <laughs> this he's really good at voices, and I'm just like I just not That's why from here on out, guys, I'm sticking to face leaning. Mm-hmm. You don't got to talk when you're face leaning. I'll be the hugger. <laughs> I'll be the hugger. I need I need work. I need work. <laughs> this is going great places, guys. Great episode. <laughs> wait, wait, don't tell me. <laughs> Little NPR callback. Oh yeah. I mean uh, double deuce, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Hugger, Huggers Union, the 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 Huggers Union. Where was that voice earlier, Nelson? That was perfect for an NPR voice. Which one? The one you're doing now. My my normal voice. Yes. Oh, so do I need to like do the other voices? My normal voice and this my normal voice is my NPR voice. Yeah, that's gonna be a lot of work. Yeah. Well, get started. I mean. <laughs> <sighs> You have a reel to work on. <laughs> Double Deuce creates. No one's more asking work. me to be a voice on their on their puppet shows. <laughs> well, I'm probably they're probably looking for somebody. <laughs> Last guy got fired. Well, if I can, if if I, we can get an assistant manager down at the Cuddle Bubble, then like I feel like a lot of my work at the moment is is, is running that place. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, time's Such- a factor. <laughs> Double Deuce. This has been Double Deuce Podcast. If you thought the intro sounded bad, this outro sounds even worse. Thank you for listening to the Double Deuce Podcast. We'd love it if you wanted to get a hold of us and let us know what you thought. You can reach us at doubledeucepod at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at Double Deuce Pod or Facebook, Double Deuce Podcast. Yeah, and also you should uh, subscribe and you should rate and review and things. I hear that's good stuff to do. And it makes us feel good. And on the inside. Yep. And the outside. Both. I was walking with a limp, and then Rob Schulte left us uh, a nice review one time, and then my leg was healed. I threw my crutches to the ground, and I was healed because of your love. Give me your love. I need to eat your love and grow strong. Double deuce. <laughs> <laughs>